This is Four Network. Credo is the daft of the Football Daft podcast. Is that a good story? Is that a good story? I've got an encyclopedia brain. He's got a damn man nothing. <laughs> Fuck's sake. What are you, a fucking hula? <laughs> this is Football Daft. You're a Rangers man. Aye. I'm a Hearts man. <laughs> With you and Cameron. I work for Showtime in ESPN. <laughs> and. Be the top end of Stevenson. And this is the Thinking Women's Ewan Cameron, your guest host again this week, David Tanner, filling in for the biggest mouth in Scotland. And Grado, that is a mouth that deserves to be filled in. Do you know like Ewan Cameron? I can't stand him, I'll be honest with you now. I've been pretending to like him for the past few weeks, is but it, to be honest with you, I've enjoyed life without him. I, As you know, listen to this podcast every week, I have done since the beginning, and I've much enjoyed listening to the podcast without him, and with me in it. Uh, well, mainly because I'm in it. But you're not getting peed after the amount of tweets going, where's Ewan? Where's Ewan? Where's Ewan? Has he been tanked? Well, we're going to find out today, because he's going to speak at the end of the show. He's coming on. He's coming on Definitely. to the show. Aye. See, I thought it was too big time. Have you fallen out with him? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to ask him? Has he got chlamydia? <laughs> I'm going to ask him if he's become a hippie. That, be, <laughs> that might be too offensive, though. <laughs> he might not like that. <laughs> so listen, big Scotland weekend, and we've got a special Scotland guest coming on, a member of the current Scotland squad... Um, he's injured at the moment, so he's not joining up with Stephen, the, the squad at the moment at Orium this week. But he's flown here from Canvas. Canvas? That's what I wrestle on, mate. <laughs> you mean Kansas? We'll definitely edit that out. No, we'll that's funny. That's in there. funny. Here's £10. We'll edit that out. He's flown here from uh, a wrestling floor. He's flown here from Canvas. <laughs> he's flown here from Kansas via Rome. Oh, he was at the Celtic game, wasn't he? He was on the sauce. Good on yeah, him. Ru- it's Johnny Russell, of course. Ah, it's Johnny Russell. I should mention that. Have you ever been on a away trip with, team. Uh, with your team, ah. the Buffs? <laughs> an away European game <laughs> in the airshot, the stage Doing coach. it terrible. Doing it terrible. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> winter in July there, man. <laughs> uh, no, I went to uh, uh, Unarea, Urachenzi, which was at the... Uh, oh, in Romania? Aye. Oh, aye, wow. man. I've never been was, to Romania. And it was... Oh, man, it was horrific. Horrific. The, 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 see, mm. the, the, the rock steady folk, they were using <laughs> Lynx deodorant. As a like a d- deterrent, like that's the, so the stewards, the the Romanian stewards. Aye, aye. One, one, one wow. of them was threatening, like, threatening them with, with, with fucking Africa, like oh, Africa. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting on that. I was waiting on that. Were you reeking? <laughs> aye, I was steaming. <laughs> aye, but it was, that was a, that was a good that was a good trip. That, that was and uh, what was funny about that as well was when we were, uh, <laughs> we were on the flight on the way home. The, the 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 pilot come on and said, oh, "This is your captain, Alan McGregor speaking." And we all and everybody started going, "Alan McGregor flies ten planes a night." <laughs> <laughs> is that were you famous back then? No, that was before you were famous. No. So you were properly out of order then. <laughs> no. Did you pee in the street? No, no, no. Did you no. pee in a fountain? No, no, nothing like that. Oh, that's not a true Scottish did, football fan abroad. Nah, did you, how, is that what you did? Have you, have you done stuff like that, David? No, but I have filmed... Did you uh, sit doing peas? Uh, yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm quite... I like to think of myself as being civilised. 
<laughs> anyway, we'll be talking MLS, <laughs> Dundee United, Mad People. We'll get Grado's rant coming up as well. We've got the BA52 match of the week and our special guest star, normally host, but guest star this week, Mr. Ewan Cameron, will be coming up to reveal all. Grado's rant. My rant. Yeah. My rant this week is about the Scotland Cup. It's humming. And before you start, Producer John, it's no because it's hoops. Aye, it's right. no, it's no, it's no. Money hoops! Nah, it's because, it's because it looks as if, there's a stain on it, it looks as if somebody's got kebab sauce on it. It's just not attractive at all. Not attractive one bit, and I don't care about what colours are on it. I don't care about the type of soaks or anything like that. It's just, come on. I don't mind it. You don't mind it? I mean, I'm old enough to remember the Euro 96 top, which was tartan. That was, a, that was my first ta- that was my first Scotland top. That was that tremendous. Was that was brilliant. Oh, rubbish. Are you kidding me on? Oh, it was tartan. It looked ridiculous. Like, um, Andy Stewart at the New Year show. <laughs> I've just come down <laughs> from the island sky. No, we need making them up a shy. So I don't mind this one. I don't mind this one. And there was a couple of absolute mingers. I mean, the, one, the one that had the yellow and the pink and the white strip. Um, Johnny oh, Russell played that in was it. humming. That was like a fucking like, just, like a, a packet of fruit salad, didn't it? Yeah, Aye, it did. Yeah. That's funny, I yeah. know. And another thing, Tanner, I'm looking at this Scotland strip. The shorts don't match the tap. What? The shorts don't match the tap. It's a different colour short. It's a different colour in navy blue to the navy blue. The tap. It's a disgrace. And I'm not the only one. Uh, listeners to the Football Daft podcast. He's been tweeting us in at Football Daft Pod. Are you reading that? <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Ross O'Twell says, absolutely honking. Worst looking thing in football since Peter Beardsley. <laughs> oh, no, that's hard. Here, Peter. William Donachie, sure not Willie Donachie, ex Scotland defender. I love it. I love Scotland and I love Hamilton Ackies. So it's brilliant <laughs> to see a Scotland top with Hamilton Ackies sleeves. There you go. It's a positive for you. There the sleeves, Greeting aye. face. Greeting face. <laughs> uh, Kyle Money says, the top is not great, but it's not that bad. Why they have added that red stripe on the sleeve? Why they have used the shorts that look a total mismatch to the tops? If you've seen someone rocking up like that to the Fitba, you'd assume they just didn't bother buying the new shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up, Kyle. Cheer up. Come on. Here's Tom David, with them. Come on. Easy, easy. Oh, sorry, sorry. I've got to keep these listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get rid of them all at the end of this. Uh, here's Tam saying, I've been a fan of the Adidas kits. Uh, I thought the pink WWC, for example, was a cracker. Tam, are you steaming? Uh, they can do it when they try. Seems they couldn't be bothered with this one. Mm, I like it, Tam. <laughs> Pete's got a good one. Lots of something Ross County rejected. <laughs> <laughs> Brian says, another Scotland kit from the infamous designer. No, Dad, don't make me wear it. <laughs> oh, come on, Brian. Listen, I want you to go and buy one and wear it with pride because you're a Scotsman, mm. you're a supporter of the Scotland team. If you don't buy one and wear it, you are English. Sorry. Well, there's an English, fuck, there's an English. Look at that, there's a red and a white bit. Oh, yeah, red and a white. That's why a lot of fuck are complaining about it. Anyway, listen, I'm 47 <laughs> years old. I couldn't give a flying what's it, what they play on. So after a sensational couple of results for Celtic and Rangers in Europe, we had a fabulous weekend of high-quality drama in the Scottish Premiership. Will you remember where you were when you heard that Christian Doidge had not only scored, but scored a hat-trick for the old high bees? It's just funny how that happens, isn't it? Isn't it? Just funny uh, how it happens. Hank Heckenbottom's got to come back. <laughs> no, but it's weird how that happens, isn't it? Just... 
the guy's out the door and then he starts playing for the jersey. But credit to Eddie May, though. He put two up front, Doige alongside Canberry, and it worked. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of two up front. Right, and Scott Allen scored a cracker. Oh, yeah. Ran from the halfway line. Yep. That was the yep. goal of the season contender in this particular game. The goal of the season contender in Hearts 5, St Mirren 2, well, it could have been anyone, but Jake Mulraney's was a cracker. What did you make of that then? Oh. Your old friend that you describe as the PG, Austin McPhee, getting a win. Hearts' first home win since April. Fortress Tynecastle <laughs> is back. I mean, it's a good result for Hearts, but at the end of the day, they're not going to, Austin's not going to get the job, is he? Come on. Do you think he may get a job? I, I don't think, think so. Job. I mean, Ann Budge suggested not. But I tell you what, I said it last week, he's a bright coach, so you never know. So Kilmarnock 2, Hamilton 2, Ackies were two goals up, but Sam Stubbs' straight red card... Oh. Uh, turn mm. the game. Jackie's feather will be happy about that. Who's his feather? <laughs> Who's your dad? Imogen Stubbs. <laughs> Stubbs. But there you go. And, and the Dandy Dons, winning 3-1 at Ross County. Aye, Aberdeen made it three wins from three as they moved into third. Third. Oh, oh I would have liked to have heard you and Cameron's opinions on that, about Aberdeen moving into third place mm. after a difficult season at the start for uh, Derek McInnes. But he's, uh, that's a four out of five they've won. Four out of the last five they've won. Now, be honest, when Celtic were winning in Italy, then had the journey home through the night and all the rest of it, were you thinking, they might just drop a couple of points... Absolutely not. Against Motherwell? Absolutely not. No, I was, wasn't a surprise. I think they scored in the 17th minute. I was watching the the, the Livingston and Rangers game and I knew uh -huh. that it would be a, a victory for the, the Celts in the main top. Just a wee bit frustrating as a Rangers fan. We never could have, we never got a couple of more goals. We could have got the bragging rights this weekend for going top, but nah. But were you worried before that game, given that Celtic had lost at Livingston the last Aye. time they played there? Aye, and also because of last season as well. We got pumped off Livingston, so um, as Livingston is one of the places, turn up, get the three points, and then up the road. And uh, I'm just glad we could have done it. We could have scored more, and it would have been good to get more goals to go top of the league to, for the goal difference, but I'll take a win that old in the Tony Macaroni Arena because it's a hard a place to go. Uh, a Tony Macaroni. And uh, that, was that your Chippetto Yes, accent? just a slight Chippetto. That's the, that's the only bit of Chippetto I'm giving you on this show tonight, David. Copyright reasons, yes. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Listen, I've got to talk to you about the Scotland team. Johnny will be coming in in a minute, Johnny Russell. But Andy Robertson, Scott McTominay and Ryan Fraser, three Premier League players pulling out of the Scotland squad. Mm, how are you feeling about that? Well, like you've told me before, David, you don't know what's happening in their personal lives. You don't know what's happening there. Do you think that they've pulled out because they don't want to play? Because of where it is? It's possible that their clubs wanted them to pull out. Well, that's, that's, that's possible. Become, right. We should still be able to beat Cyprus, though. However, Aye. I am old enough to remember 1990 when Richard Goff scored a winner in the 96th minute out in Limassol. So, mm, yeah, the ultimate squeaky bum time on the way to Italia 90. Were you born in Italia 90? No, but I was watching um, the Diego Maradona documentary, oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was amazing. Amazing. Have you seen it, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you make it? I can't believe it, but I paid the I paid the nine ninety nine, and it's coming out Netflix in two days. <laughs> what a dafty! Have you met Diego Maradona? Oh no! Don't tell me. Let me let me guess. When he was Argentina boss? Yes, his first game in charge is Argentina. So Maradona agrees to do an interview with me. <gasps> oh damn! I'm getting excited about this. David. So we go to the Radisson Hotel. Yeah, get me out. 
and we wait for hours. So right. we have to be there at one o'clock. One o'clock, no show. Two o'clock, no show. Three o'clock, no show. Four o'clock, no show. Five o'clock, Maradona appears. Goes for his dinner. <laughs> Six o'clock, comes out. Goes up to his room. Seven o'clock, comes down. Uh, is interviewed by Argentinian television, the host broadcaster. Is interviewed by another Argentinian channel. And we're sitting there, ready to go. I stood up, shook his hand, and he said... Two words. Fuck off. Those were the very words. <laughs> Seriously? And I didn't get the interview. You are kidding me on, honestly. Yeah. So How did you feel? How did I feel? I felt like an absolute <laughs> tube, to be honest with you. We had a really nice dinner after that. Oh, bollocks. We'll just put, we'll have a dinner. Aye. But yeah. That's yeah. a good story. I love that video, Ian, when he's sitting in the restaurant with a beef. Have you seen that? No. The beef, he's sitting waiting. He's in like a Argentine, Argentinian steak restaurant and this, the steak is getting sliced slowly and he's going, and they're sprinkling the salt on it. Go and watch it, it's brilliant. In fact, oh, it's put me in the mood for a wee steak when I got the road the night or not. I'll take the vegan option. <laughs> so it's International Weekend and we're looking forward to it now on Football Daft Podcast. We've got a current Scotland international player who played in the last game, scored recently, of course, against San Marino. It's Johnny Russell. Johnny, great to see you here. Before I welcome you, I have to say... Reminder that Chepetto here has dyed his hair blonde. You've also dyed your hair blonde. I feel like I'm sitting next to Bridget Nielsen and Pat Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Johnny? What one's Pat Butcher? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was helping a, I was helping a mate out when I came back. Dyed my hair, dyed my hair silver, and it's, it's went blonde now. So look it's like, looking good. Look, look, look what like what were you helping your mate do? Oh no, she, she does a bit of. Colour and hairdressing and stuff like oh, that. So it was just, oh, she's a hairdresser. Uh, I thought you meant you were helping him do a removal and a, your hair went No, great. no, it wasn't, a, it wasn't anything like that. She just, never paid for it? I did. I oh, fancy the wee change. Thought I'd do it. Oh, it's looking good, mate. I wish yeah, I could get the growth run about the face, but I can't get that, man. It's like pubes on my face. I can't. <laughs> I'd love to be able to grow a full biftery a beard. I think that would look good, but I just I totally can't, man. Which is, uh, it's not cool. Nothing to be ashamed of. You have, on the other hand, Johnny, I've got a fulsome beard. Very impressed with that. Tell me this then. You're just back from Rome. How is the heat? Uh, it's good now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, me and my brother went over. Uh, haven't been able to, always been playing, so never been able to do an away trip. So picked a good one to do our first one. Aye. How was all the fans with you? Did they all, were they all go on? Oh, they were oh, brilliant. Yeah. Aye. Aye, they were brilliant. Aye. Sorry, but uh, I had... Uh, I mean, I didn't think I'd get any hassle, but... No, I don't mean no, hassle. I mean, no. when they were just all buzzing to see you. I'm Coming to see you and were you win your Celtic trap and all that. I no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go that far, but... No, it was... Uh, no, it was good. Got a... You know, I got a good reception for that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Brilliant. So you're after now then, basically? Because you're, you're, you're injured? Aye, so... What did you do? Drop a tumble in your tail or something <laughs> like that? No, I, w- I was struggling going into... Into the last Scotland camp. I was struggling a bit. Um... We were doing the warm-up uh, for the game and I went to hit a shot in the warm-up and it was the pain was ridiculous in my, my groin, so it didn't, wasn't really ideal to come out, but you're never going to turn that down. And After it, the next couple of days, could hardly move. Um, so I said to the, the doctors and physios there and 
they arranged for me to get a scan and just got a bit of a tear in my adductor. So. so that is the reason why you've not been selected for the Scotland squad then? There's no I mean, well, <laughs> I'm injured. Maybe I've just not been selected. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, how keen are you to continue playing for Scotland after this particular tournament? I, that's, you know, I spent so long out the squads that took me long enough to get back in and I don't want to I don't want to drop back out it's unfortunate that I'm I'm not in this one but you know I'm hoping the next one I you know I'm back playing back in form and I'm in the next squad but it's it's something that I would never never turn down listen it's five years ago this week that you made your Scotland debut I remember being in the tunnel for it against England mm -hmm. at Parkhead yep. Celtic fan of course talk me through that whole experience that was amazing um, I'd been involved with a Scotland team before uh, my last year no it wasn't my last year it was when Scotland went to America actually played uh, the US over there uh, that was my first involvement I'd sort of had a good season Craig Levine was the manager so took me along to that sort of said at the start you're not going to play but just enjoy it I was a young boy going to enjoy the week and and obviously had no involvement until until that sort of, I think a couple of trips before that, made my, my debut against England. I mean, it wasn't Aye. a great result, but to do it against England, and all my family were there as well, and That's came on and set up the goal for Robbo. Yeah, you put So, you know, it was kind of, take away the result, it was it was perfect for me, that. Whose jersey did you get? No one's. What? Oh, do you know? No, I didn't take one. That's... Sitting here now, that's something I wish that I started a lot earlier, is taking people's jerseys. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Really? Do you know who, who's the best one you've got now? Took Zlatan's. Oh, ah, brilliant. Oh, Aye, got that's big amazing. Zlatan's a few months ago. Do you know what I noticed when I watched wow. the Scotland um, game the other week? And I noticed um, Shankland, no, the boy Shankland, and it was his debut game. And I seen it was, or was it actually the second game? Who did they play on the Sunday? Russia. No, 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 they played him on the first day, on the Sunday. San Marino. San Marino, San, it San Marino Aye, right? San Marino. And, I'm and I think that was his, was that, no, that was his first start. First start, first goal. Aye, mm. first start, first goal. And right at the full time, I see a San Marino player run up <laughs> and swap shots. And I'm going, I bet he doesn't want to give that shirt away. You know what I mean? His first Aye. shirt that he scored. You wouldn't want to give that away, <laughs> but he's like, uh, you know, biffing out and just giving him. I'm going, I wonder if he's went like that back, Ken back in the training, training room, going, here, got to give that you back, usually, You usually get two. Right. So unless he's, I don't know if he's changed it at half time. Aye. But if he's no changed it, then I'd be saying no. Aye, would you? You'd <laughs> be getting my spare one. Exactly, aye, aye, you would be, be wanting to keep that, wouldn't you? Listen, tell me this. Um, you didn't really play very much under Gordon. Was Alec McLeish coming in good for you? Uh, game time-wise, aye, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'd, I'd, I don't know why, to be honest. I felt at times, you know, we had a, we had a strong squad at that point, so I wasn't going to come in and be demanding to play I was just you know I was happy to be there obviously I wanted mm -hmm. to play but just for whatever reason never really worked out never really played even after the England game uh, came on felt I'd done well uh, and then I didn't really feature after that as well so it was kind of at the point where I was like I'd, I didn't really know what more to do so that didn't work out um, obviously Alex coming in brought me back in as well I think the where the games were um, was ideal for me, Peru, Mexico. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it, I mean, it was still a trek, Andy. but it was, I mean, it's still like seven hour flight. Yeah. But it's, 
I think the game's been out there. It was in June as well, so a lot of guys had played a full season. A lot of guys it would be out injured. So I had I'd, I'd done an article maybe a month or two before saying that I'd love to be, and then they actually brought it up, said that he'd seen it. You know, call me back in, and I've been in since. So That's it's brilliant. what was the dressing room like under McLeish, and when we when he was at Scotland? Brilliant. Aye. Uh, aye. Honestly, the the boys here are, are brand new. Um, all good bunch of boys. There's no, you know, maybe if you go away with a national team sometime, you think, you know, it'd be a bit of ego in that. But no, it's just a good group of boys. All got on well as well. So it's there's no stories to tell. Like, ah, oh, they don't like <laughs> such and such. It was, it's a, it's a good bunch. Listen, talk me through Sterling against Gomez. That Rami in England yeah. uh, squad, what do you make of that? I actually just seen that a couple of hours ago, so I can maybe see where he's coming from. Uh, <laughs> you know, losing a game game yeah. like that, and it, it'll mean a lot for Sterling that game as well, just with the history and stuff. And If you go in and the, the boys are giving you a little bit, then you're probably going to bite at times. So mm. I can see I can see why he's done it, uh, but he's... He's a massive, massive player for them. Um, so it's, I think he's been dropped as well for the yeah. for the game. So it's, I mean, strong from the manager to to do that as well, especially with a player like Sterling. But it's, no, it's, I think it's good. You're you're in that environment all the time. It's going to happen. Um, maybe you don't expect it to happen in the canteen, but <laughs> more on the pitch. But it's, you know, I've been at places and tempers flare but you know, 10 minutes later everyone's so forgotten about eyes, eyes. what's the best Rami you've seen in a training picture about the club tell us don't uh, be fear big Lee Wilkie <gasps> oh I wouldn't uh, like being a, I, I, I don't know who he was up against but I, I know who won uh, <laughs> no it was another another big guy remember the Michael Kovacevic the oh, yeah, right yeah. back so Defender. I can't remember why it was but we were doing a like a cool down session the day after the game at Tannadice, and I think we might have lost the game because I think it started something to do with that. Lee Wilkie was having a pop at Kovacevic about something, and then Kovacevic <laughs> had a pop back, and we were all like, "Oh, <laughs> she's going to oh, You don't do that." <laughs> and uh, I think they sort of get head to head. I don't know if Kova tried to throw the first punch, <laughs> and Big Lee just. <laughs> cracked him in the jaw and it was like it wasn't an amazing punch <laughs> but f- like folded him oh. <laughs> and uh, who's the manager at the time when that happens that would have been Levine as well aye um, aye it would have aye. been Levine Levine it's sent big uh, Lee Wilkie in one day as well he lost the head about a decision in training and absolutely smashed somebody I think it was <laughs> I think it was Kev Smith but it was the tackle was outrageous aye, aye it was Everyone's just like, oh, that's too far. <laughs> and uh, Levine's just said, get in, leave. Mm-hmm. Well, as in get him? I just make sure like, make sure you're away by the time you get in. Straight red from training? A straight red for training. Ah, terrific. You don't see that much, so. What about uh, Kovacevic? Or whatever his name is. I'll try that one again. Kovacevic. What about Michael? Don't get me wrong, he was, a, he was a big guy, powerful guy, but... Did he get up? I he was like sort of fell over and got back up but that's what I mean it wasn't a it wasn't a huge punch it was pretty much a jab but the power behind that jab is uh, <laughs> not something I like to feel 
And what about um, in Panto? Uh, yes. Chipetto. Have you ever heard that with the, the crankies going for you? Or maybe. Uh, me and Shell Suit Bowl have rolled about the flare a couple of times. <laughs> but uh, apart from that, man, we're usually brand new. But, man, but like he says, usually it's ten, after 10 minutes or so, I've forgotten about David. Right. You know what I mean? Who was the other centre half that played with Dundee United at that time? Lee Wilkie. Gary Kenneth. Know? Aye, was it? No, it was quite a good. It was a strong it was a strong pairing at centre, centre half from about that era, wasn't there? Aye, aye. It, was a, it, was a, it was a good team. I remember going to. Um, uh, in fact, no, I can't tell that story actually. Nah. <laughs> 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 no, no, I can't. What are you going to say, Fat Sam? <laughs> no. Talking of shambles, Sorry. talking of shambles, VAR. What do you make of the way that the English have implemented VAR? Because you've had experience of that in MLS. Uh, did he have that over there? Did he, I couldn't even have told aye. you that. I had it over there for years. Seriously? Aye. <laughs> Fuck, man. There you go. I'm not podcast, a fan. Oh, no. Really? No. You see, look, uh, listeners, uh, uh, his face is gone. His nah, eye. Get a face like a slap back. Uh, I am. Now, is that, I you're just, not a fan of it in MLS or just, just the in general? Just in It's taking the fun I mean, out of the game, isn't it? It is. It takes so much out of the game. Don't get me wrong. I think there should be stuff for maybe goal line stuff. Aye. Stuff like that. But. Now they're checking every decision. Some of the decisions I've made, I think it was, uh, I watched Sheffield Tottenham at the mm-hmm. weekend. I was watching it with my family. And the goal they've called off for Sheffield is ridiculous in my opinion. Was he supposed, was it was he offside? No. Seen, uh, see, the thing is, they've stopped the game for four or five minutes. That is, that's the thing, that's the big problem, I man, with the fans standing there. And nobody's explaining to the I crowd I either. Everybody's standing about going, what's happening, what's I happening? Is that what they do in MLS as well? Is it just I, a matter you know of what? you just stand there and wait? Is any announced or is it Americanized a wee bit? You know how early in America they like taking our like, It's a bit know? quicker. Aye. They don't take as, as long as, long as, as that, that, to be honest. But it's I mean, they're stopping it, they're drawing the lines on the everyone sitting watching this, you're just like, this is five minutes a game. Aye. For and it takes it away for people. I think that was I think that was a boys' first goal in the <clears> Premier League as well. That's shocking. And it's not even him offside or the pass that's played to him, it's like two or three passes before. Aye, that's got nothing to do with a goal. I just, well, I just feel like they don't give a decision, but then the VAR won't come in and override it because they're like, it's not a clear and obvious mistake. Right. But it is, so if you miss a penalty, you don't give it. VAR's not going to give it because Aye. the referee hasn't given it. So what's the point of having it? Aye. I got a decision given against me. Uh, I got a penalty given against me in my my arm was by my side and the referee's given it his handball came on the screen you can clearly see my <laughs> hands down here I've not moved it mm-hmm. the guy's kicked it off me going out the box as well the referee gives it uh, we end up drawing the game and then we get they contact you during the week and just say oh that was like a mistake what? But so, you get, so you get a letter or what? Or? I think the club the got club, a, club got like a phone call or something so the referee's the referee didn't see it. VAR contact him saying, oh, you want to look at this? And then he gives it. And then they come back and say, oh, it's a mistake. So you've got two referees looking at that. Mm-hmm. And they make, you've got two of them making a mistake. Aye, so there's always going to be, there's always going to be debate, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And I just think it was never going to come in and be amazing in the Premier League no. right away. There was always going to be those sort of teething problems, but I mean, it's costing teams points, 
and they're going to have to change it because of that. It's just horrendous, David, and it <laughs> needs to be sorted. It's not on, it's not on. Now, I remember doing a, a studio game with you a few years ago, mm-hmm. and at that point, you were talking to me about hoping to sign for Celtic. It didn't happen in the end. Um, a terrific career in, in, in England with Derby uh, after United. Mm-hmm. Is there still a chance? You're not yet 30, you might end up at Celtic? I don't know. Uh, it's not really up, <laughs> up to me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's something I've always said that I'd love to to play for Celtic. Uh, it didn't happen. It hasn't happened up until now. Um, maybe it will. But uh, no, I'd, I'd, like you said, I had a great time in, in England at Derby and then wanted to try something different. Mm. Um, you know, initially I didn't really want to go to England anyway. Mm. I always wanted to go abroad. Um, had the chance to go to uh, Catania in Italy. Oh. And that fell through. Just uh, I think the season before, six months before I left, but broke my leg, and Dundee United didn't accept the bid either. So it was, I mean, never really materialised. And then went to Derby. It was Nigel Clough at the time, and now he's he's a good talker, good man, manager. And you know, after I spoke to him, I was like, oh, I want to go there. So, but it's, I've not regretted anything. It was just something that. I'm happy with Am as well now, so it's mm. you never know. Now, I've got a tweet here. Somebody tweeted me called Graham Higgins and said, "Would you ever sign for Rangers?" I was going to ask that. Can I oh, see yeah. the picture? Because I think <laughs> I might know who this Graham Higgins is. Uh, there you go. Uh, I think that's Graham Higgins that I went to school with. Try to stitch me up. <laughs> oh, really, really. No. <laughs> but did, Sorry, did, Graham. Did they ever see when you were at Dundee United? Was there ever any approach or uh, interest for Angels? Not an approach. From when I was there, when I was at Derby, there was a. I mean, I wouldn't really say it was an approach. Just, a, just kind of talk. It was round about. The, uh, it was round about the time that coming towards my end, end of my time in Derby. Aye. And uh, all right, there was so a mention of would I go. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, there was never there was never any I mean interest or, or bids or anything uh. like that. So it was I mean it was just it was a question. So see how when you were at Dundee United, what was the Dundee Derbies like? Did you play in a lot of them? Uh played in a few of them. Aye. Aye. And how, how sent off in one. Did you? Aye. Aye. How like the likes of the on Derby Day is of you know, is it does a manager explain how important it is or do you all know is it I guess it is aye, everybody knows. knows. Aye. Yeah. I mean, our team, our team for them were, were mainly all Scottish boys. So you saw know the score. We all knew. Mm-hmm. Like, we, I mean, would you, you sign? Would you sign? Would you sign for Dundee? Oh, probably no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like that though. Like Aye. I wouldn't. It's probably. I loved it at United, and you know, it's. You said a really good team, man. There was Aye. a really good team when you brilliant. were there, wasn't it? It was brilliant. And so I was there for ten years as well. So Aye. I mean, that was that was home for so long for me as well. So it's. Nah, probably not. But I, it's, I mean, Derby, you, you know what I mean to fans. Like, there is, mm-hmm. you, you try and, as a player, you try and play it as a normal game, but it's, there's always that extra bite in a Aye. Derby because everyone knows what it means. Was do you think that gave you, playing in the Dundee Derby, that gave you experience for playing Fons. Derby games every week? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dantana, I thought you were going to say Sorry about that. Sorry about no, that. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a good. It was a good taster for obviously going down there and playing in the Darwin Forest one. Mm-hmm. So it was. Uh, 
That was a intense game as well. Was it? I, I, I was. Aye. They were good ones. Me too. I, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. Was there anyone that scalped you or you scalped in those games? Was it my first or second up? No, I think we lost. We lost my first derby Oops. away, and uh, the manager got sacked after it. Oofed. About ten games. Johnny in the Jinx. Season. I know. And then Steve McLaren came in. Tears out Steve McLaren. Aye, brilliant. Was Steve he your favourite manager, McLaren? Because he's he's a really popular guy, Probably clever aye. guy as well. Aye. Uh, I mean, I like my manager for all different reasons. Levine obviously giving me my chance. Uh, my manager now is brilliant, great guy, great coach. But mm. I think McLaren's. Definitely the best one I've worked with. But uh, I going back to the the derby ones. Aye, sorry, uh, the, no, the the return one we we beat them five 0 Oh, so aye, no mess. I Bryson scored a hat trick in that actually. Do you think that you and Craig Bryson should have had more Scotland recognition at Derby? I think there was a period at Derby um, with the way we were playing that we probably should have. But like I said, we had a. There was a good squad at that time, so I mean, it's not like at your club. If your club you're not playing and you feel you should be playing, you could maybe go and speak to the manager. It's it was it's just a different feel at international. It's not really like that. You're only with the team for seven to ten days, so it's never well, it was never really a good time to do that. Um, but no, I, I feel like we had more to offer. Um, just never really got the opportunity to do it. So you you play in the MLS, right? What's do you think's the kind of biggest differences playing in the MLS than what it is playing in, in Scotland? Because um, I mean MLS and Scottish leagues, they both take a pelting, didn't they? Aye. You think about it, half English fans. So I mean, I'm constantly defending the two leagues, so I've I bet I've you. been doing it for years. So it's oh, I don't know. I just think it's a bit, oh, maybe a bit of ignorance. Mm-hmm. At times, we're just thinking that, like the be all and end all is England. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a lot of the people that do it, I've got no idea about the leagues. Don't probably watch any of the league. Maybe see a couple of highlights here and there. Right. But I mean, it, and then you see lights of Celtic and Rangers last week. Two amazing results. Two amazing right? results in Europe, and you, you know there's some English players that have came up here and get fun out. I definitely think there is a, there is an ignorance, mm-hmm. but in terms of like style and play and stuff like that, obviously is it is it is is no as physical. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say so. It's weird because some games in the MLS the pace is like frantic, uh, ridiculous, and then you go somewhere else and the weather's that hot, you just can't play that Aye. way. So it's you're constantly adapting to different places. And how you can play, um, which you don't get that in Scotland. You just get rain. So it's <laughs> brilliant. And what's, what's the crowds like? See, obviously up here and 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 like the crowds can be, you know, a bit mad, a bit mental. The fans. What's it like out there? Is it me? Come on, go on, Kansas. Aye, come it's on. A, it's a lot. It's a lot. Shoot fr- the ball. <laughs> hit the net. Come on. Is it like that? It's a lot friendlier over aye. there. Um, Did he sit with one another? Aye. aye. A lot of the time they do. Um, Ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> I know that's that's. I mean, it was weird for me. It's clapping your goals and all that. I like <laughs> opposite fans in that. <laughs> so it's, it's weird. Don't, don't, get me, don't get me wrong. You still get you still get stick, but I mean, back here you're getting stick off every single away team, mm-hmm. their fans. Whereas over there, it's how how 
how impolite is the stick over there, or is it quite polite stick? It's polite stick. I mean, you I'll, suck. Uh, that's 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 the one you get all the time. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, I, mean, I just laugh at it. I mean, I laugh at most stick, but I mean, you, how can you get offended with with that? Yeah. Somebody saying you, you suck. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting offended at that, you're in. Uh, is is it good that you can avoid the likes of tabloids being in America? You know, if you maybe you know see like the the presser there, how do they are they harsh? That, you're implying that I do stuff too. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I mean, no, I, know, I know what you mean. I know you know what I mean. Do you know, see like so like you wake up, you remember when you played with Dundee United, you wake up and you read your. You're maybe getting slated you get for having three. a poor game. Nah, you get a three. Three, you know that. Does that does that happen in America? Do you no. have no? So do you think I that's mean, a benefit? Get, I mean, you still get the media and like sports writers and stuff, right? Like that, but it's they don't crew again. Do, are they too polite enough? I you kick the ball well. Uh, you kick the ball well. I mean, <laughs> at no point really do you do you get dug out or carved out. I mean, you do off your team and your manager, but outside of that. I mean, social media, but social media, everyone gets slaughtered on that. Right, tell but, me about it. <laughs> but take away <laughs> that, then. No, it's no, it's not like that at all. Uh, I know I keep, I'm on, I'm on fire here, right, but I love all this American stuff, right? You're American day, typical American day, right? You've got training, what happens? Probably train for all, most days for about an hour and a half, and then maybe two or three times a week, we'll come in, and then we'll go in the gym as well. Mm-hmm. And then you're usually... You're usually out by one half one. Aye, aye. So it's and two, day, the, two days straight before to the, the snooker hall. <laughs> no, a couple of cans of lager. Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Uh, so I mean, the, the weather's brilliant. Aye, aye. The weather's brilliant there. Like most most of the states have got like a a wee communal pool, or you go to like the gym. Or a lot of the boys stay in apartments. Uh-huh. So if for whatever reason the little one's not there, if she's back home or if she's in nursery for a bit, then it's down to the boys' pool and uh, Aye. enjoy it there. So, you, so how, how many kids you got? One, just one, one. Away. and oh, brilliant! And so is she. Wait, is she? If you don't mind me asking, she's two and a half. She'll two be, and a half. I should be three. In so, March. are you looking for it to be taught educationally wise in America? <laughs> is that a good way of saying it? Nice. Right? No, taught educationally wise. <laughs> it, what would your fav- your choice be for educationally wiseness? America or Stevenson? <laughs> <laughs> no. The, the schools, no, the schools in that are brilliant there. Kansas, uh-huh. it's, I think it's one of the top places for kids, and I mean she loves it yeah. out there as well. She's going to end up with an accent. Certain words she says, Aye. she's picked up a wee bit of an accent. Like she was going through a stage of saying like, like yeah, but like yeah, drag, yep, like that, Aye. like dragging it out a wee bit, yeah, and then. Like she calls my missus like mama. Oh really? Uh, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but then she comes back here and she hears. I mean, she or hears the family, us, talking. Uh, the family talking that, and she picks up like I and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So <laughs> but it's a, it's a good stage where she's sort of copying you and that. Uh, you say so. It's free watch. A good one. Tell me about the jocks you've faced over there. Have you played against the Scottish lad? Uh, I have Danny Wilson. Um, we'll see you now. He's a Colorado. Colorado. Rapper, so uh, is Sam Nicholson. But he, but that's that's a lot colder there, isn't it? Uh, in Colorado aye, gets aye. in the winter uh, aye, it's a right winter isn't it to be but fair, then I think you get a winter or not shocking know? winter aye. Aye. so aye. I went back I went back last year January just before pre-season and hadn't been there all winter so going into the the street snow everywhere but everyone's drives and that are all cleared aye mine my whole garden is knee high snow <laughs> <laughs> but I've not even got a shovel so I had to go out with my it was like my daughter had like this little fake shovel and I was out for about three hours <laughs> 
<laughs> or I could nail get my car out for I training next day. Well, Honestly, it was like a, Cindy, a I was Cindy like a kid. I was like a kid shovel. Oh. I'm out. I had to like scrape. I was just scraping layers off to try oh. and get it away. Is there any stadiums in America that you like going to? Like you go, oh, that's a bit a good one. I love playing there. I uh, Portland's good. Oh, the Portland Timbers. Uh, that's a boy, boy played for them, didn't they? Chainsaw on that. What is that? <clears throat> if they score a goal, they've got a big. Got a big tree behind one of the goals, and the guy just chainsaws no way. it. Aye. What, when they score, and they go, Aye. Timber, did uh, they do that? Chainsaw is it? Imagine a guy jumping about <laughs> a chainsaw here. Seriously? Yeah. Have you Aye. seen that? I've cut Aye. a logo into a, a Scotland game. Have <laughs> 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 we talked about the same thing? <laughs> Tana, you're a dirty bastard. <laughs> no, but there's good, Seattle's good. I like Seattle. <laughs> now, you mentioned him earlier, but is Zlatan the best player you've played against? Oh. <sighs> Probably, mm, oh, I don't know. Oof. Played against some good players. Um, that Belgium team. <laughs> All I, of them. Uh, Hazard, I've played against him maybe three or four times now. He's up there. De Bruyne. Vela, Carlos Vela's oh. brilliant. Zlatan. Aye. Zlatan I mean, Zlatan's probably the biggest name, but I mean Rooney as well. Wayne Rooney. Mm. In your Scotland debut. Aye, and we played them over there as well when he was at DC. What was the buzz like around him there? Was it a carnival? Aye, they loved him. So they did. But, I mean, they love any any big name. So it's, you attract a guy like that, then the whole league's buzzing, really, because it's, I mean, it, it's good for the league. You bring players like that over, and your Rooney's, a lot of people see it as oh, it's a retirement league, but the attitude Rooney came over was like the attitude you've seen throughout his career. Eyes, ah, phenomenal man. He he came in. I mean, he worked his worked his balls off like mm-hmm. he always does, and mm-hmm. played brilliant. So I was talking as Latan ending up at Celtic, drinking that over him. There was talks. I heard talks of him going back, supposedly going back to Man U. Ah, ah, so he's. I mean, he's still. He's still in great nick. Um, I mean, he doesn't really run much anyway, so he's not uh-huh. going to get tired that way. But he's, mm-hmm. he's, uh, no, he's, he's a different level, him. So it's a big Scotland doubleheader then. We've got the Cyprus game on Saturday, then Kazakhstan at Hamden Park on Tuesday night. Uh, well, how disappointed are you to miss those games? I'm really disappointed. Um, you know, obviously, it's, it's, not been a, it's not been a brilliant campaign for us, has it? Uh, yeah. But any opportunity to be away and, you know, to, to add to your caps as well, it's... Oh, it's, a, it's a miss, but I'll probably I'll probably stop in and see the boys in that point before one of the games. Cool. Kevin Gallagher said something today. He said that the, some of the players are not taking international duties seriously enough. Can you see what he means by that when there's a lot of withdrawals? and is it, Do you detect that there's pressure on the players from their clubs down south to, to come out of these games? Probably there will be. A bit of pressure from the clubs, but at the end of the day, if you pull out the squad, you need to have a, a valid reason. A lot of people think guys just, oh, I don't fancy it, I'm not going. You have to be assessed by your club doctor and assessed by the Scotland physios and doctors for to have like an absence, mm-hmm. really. The player doesn't really have a say in it. It's more, it's more the club who would say, we don't want them there, but at the same point, you still need, you still need to be assessed or drop from the squad for that reason you don't need to name any names but have you ever detected them they were while playing for Scotland going I don't think this guy wants to be here man no nah. no, no really um, I mean did he see because if, if they they did feel like that they could maybe try and 
I mean, you could maybe try and get out a squad, but there's not I've never really been there. It's always been a good setup. Ah, it's always been so. Ah, it's always aye, been like that. It's, it's never been. I've never really. I mean, I've played it. I've played at clubs where you see certain players down tools and you're like he doesn't want to be here but I've never really seen it at Scotland Listen uh, the Kazakhstan game is coming up tell me how did you feel over in Astana when after an hour you were told get stripped at 3-0 down you're going on (laughs) was that one one of those ones where you maybe (laughs) did think no it's (sighs) I mean as a player you always want to play but there's I mean there's games you come on and you just think I mean, what, what can you you really do? Obviously, you go again. on and you you try and change something, but you know, there's there's games you come on where it's just it's just difficult to to do anything really, and you know that was that was one of the nights. Um, I didn't it wasn't a great night for us coming on as well. It was just it just wasn't. <laughs> a, I just want to forget about it really, to be honest. What do you think went wrong that night? <sighs> I think they just caught us by surprise, like really, I don't think we, not that we we went into the game with any disrespect. Yeah. But I just, I think the way they came out was just so unexpected and they caught us, I mean, some of the finishes mm. were ridiculous when the guy brought it down and we'd all think he's going to take another touch and he just hits it top corner. Yeah. I mean, he could give the guy so many more opportunities to do that and he's, yeah. He's not going to hit it the same way, but at the same point, we need to stop that. But that's probably the main one. They just caught us so off guard by how they approached the game, and the damage was already done um, early on. Do you think Scotland are better than Kazakhstan? Should we beat them at Hamden? I think we should. Um, I mean, I'd, I wouldn't say oh, we're, we're better than. I mean, anyone we need to. Mm. I mean, we need to go and earn it, but it's. If you look at our our team, I know you don't win a game on paper, but if you look at our team on paper, we've got we've got a good team. Um, we should be we sh- should be winning these games, and realistically, if we want to qualify for tournaments, it's games we're going to have to win. Um, so, from that point of view, then yes, we, like, we should be should be winning the games. What do you think's not clicked into place in this tournament? I just don't think we've been anywhere near consistent enough we've shown at times how good we can be and then at times we've shown that we've been very fragile at times as well so it's it's a difficult you look at some of the the games against the bigger teams or the bigger nations as you would say and, you know the Russia game at home we were dominating that game until the goal Belgium game we had great spells at the start of that game as well and then I don't know we, we get caught with a, a goal and it just seems to I don't know if the confidence goes or I think from everyone it's just a, like the shoulders get slumped a little bit mm. and it, it's an uphill battle I mean I mean, taking anything from a team like Belgium is going to be hard but when you're doing well in a game and then they hit you a bit of a sucker punch and it's, it's difficult to get back into a game like that obviously you've still got the belief that you can do it but realistically it's going to be it's going to be hard Oh, this is too depressing, right? Come on, John and Russell, you're 30 <laughs> year old, right? You've had a great career so far. Where do you see yourself in five years' time? Oof. Where would you like to be? I don't Ideal. know. Still playing. So Aye. I'm, I still playing. Obviously, I still want to play at a 
a high level as well. So you I'm see yourself no, still in MLS in five years' time? Maybe I. Aye. Like um, I love it there. I've. I mean, I don't see. I'm not desperate to leave. I'm not nah. desperate to get back of that. Like it's, it's a good place. Um, it's been good for me. Uh, my career. You know, I went through a bit of a dip in form at Derby, and then got it back towards the end, and then going out there sort of revived my game right. a wee bit. So I mean, they've been great to me out there. Um, they've been brilliant with me, and so I would never, I would never like disrespect them and try and get away from it. And this uh, getting him, you're obviously getting to spend Christmas mm-hmm. in Scotland with your family. Aye. You'll manage to catch I'm a celebrity. You've got everything sorted <laughs> out. Um, mm-hmm. So what I'm saying to you is, would you recommend the MLS to any other Scottish players that have maybe been, that have had interest for MLS, would you, Aye. would you say? Aye, M- definitely. Aye, if, if somebody's had, uh, if somebody's had the interest, um, and it's a good fit for the player, then I would say 100% Aye, I go for it. So, Is MLS a step up from the Scottish Premiership? I don't know, I'm not playing, in terms of quality, Scottish Premiership for, <laughs> what, seven years, so, yeah. I think there's a lot, if you look throughout the league, there's probably a lot more quality players. I don't know about the, if it's a step up, but if you look at guys like Zlatan, Rooney, Carlos Vela, you mean, I mean, they're superstars, mm. really, the game. So you've got guys like that, but you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of guys in Scotland who would go over there and, you know, they would do what, what they've been doing in Scotland and, you know, there'd be a breath of fresh air out there as well. So it's, it's not as, I wouldn't say, I would never put the Scottish game down and say it's a step up, but it's, there's definitely some some huge names over there. Well, for the tweet for a regular listener, uh, Sean McLaughlin, he says that he works with your uncle slash cousin, I don't know how that works out, <laughs> uh, Andy, Scott from Bridge, time so. to time. <laughs> 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 he asks, would you trust him to fit new Wendy's because he wouldn't? No. <laughs> what a pain. <laughs> Oh, David, you're on form with stuff. Nah, Are you good at that, mate? Smashing. A few good puns, aren't you? I smashed it, you get it? Oh, <laughs> ground it's all breaking a, punditry. It's no, glass speaking. Fuck, I mean, I couldn't do it. Glass shattering punditry. Punditry. Oh! Ah, it's all about how you frame the question, Johnny. And if you've got any glass puns that we may have missed out there, please do let us know. Well, listen, before you go, Johnny, we've got to ask you about a record that you hold, a club record that you hold at Dundee United. I'm sure Grady will want to hear all about this. Aye. You scored the quickest goal in Dundee United's history. The cup game? Mm. 15 seconds. Was it 15? Yeah. Who was that against? Rangers. <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> no, that was, uh, that was a weird one. It was uh, a lot of stuff in the press about how outspoken United were. It was... Uh, Time Rangers were going through their struggles, um, and Dundee United were really outspoken on it. So there was a lot leading up to the game uh, about Rangers fans not attending the game, and I think a lot of their players had had a few things to say as well. Mm. And then obviously the game started, took kick off, ball got launched up to Big John Daly, headed it down, and I think it was Big Ross Perry who was playing, uh, managed to sneak in between the two of them. And Hook the ball out and drop nicely for me and put it away. So it was a, I mean, it was a dream start for everything that was going on in the, the build up to that. And then the fact it was a cup game as well, dream start for us, and we went on to win the game as well. So that was perfect, really. 
I remember watching it in Edinburgh Hotel, man. Absolutely devastated. <laughs> Calling me all they were not good. They were not good days. What was that 2012? Was it that? Nah, it would have been about that. 2012, yeah, right? January 2012. Dark, dark days. Dark, dark days. Because it was my last year. Tell me this. Why was it? Whenever I did a, a live TV game, mm-hmm. you seemed to score. <laughs> what was it about Dundee Derby's? Games against Celtic, mm. games against Rangers that made you reach your peak? I don't know. It was, it was always games like that I loved. I still do. Um, I don't know what it was, but I remember that at the time at United and even when I first went down to a derby, then it was always TV games that you know, I'd done I mean, a little bit more in. So... Probably shocking for me not doing it in <laughs> normal games, but no, it's no. I did go through a spell where pretty much every TV game I was playing in, I, I'd score the goal. So it was. Does that G players up knowing when games are, are shown live? I, uh, I mean, a lot of players, you know, get that buzz because Aye. it's it's going to be on TV. But I mean, you don't you don't need that to get yourself up no. for games like that. So derby games, old fun games. I mean, it's the game sort of speak for ourselves. So is, that, is that a dream for you to play in an old farm? I would love to play in an old farm game, but you know, playing against them was playing against them was amazing. Getting to play at the two stadiums and that. Did I've you try sc- scored both Celtic? I mean, I scored at <laughs> both stadiums. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I never won at Celtic Park though. Oh, uh, for so fun, I never won. I? No, Come on! How long's your contract got on it? No, I've got I've got this I've got this year and then an option year as well, and you know it's. I'm looking to, to see that out and see what happens there if they want to get shot at me or if they want to, to keep me. So it's, no, I'd, like I said, I, I do love it where I am. So it's, you never know if, if anything can change, but I'm, I'm a happy guy where I am. Tell me this, who's been the biggest crackpot you played with? Oh, there's a few. Michael Gardine's probably the one that sticks out the most. <laughs> he is, he's a different level, that guy. Um, <laughs> How nuts are we talking about? What's a normal day for <laughs> Michael Gardine at Dundee United? There's boys in ice baths. He used to jump up, shit in ice baths. Mm-hmm. He used to throw darts. I mean, we all threw darts at people, but he used to like, <laughs> properly throw. With a, should never have been allowed with a dartboard in the change room. Aye. Boys would just be throwing darts at each other. But even some of the stories he heard when he was at Celtic, Strachan was there, Strachan's first day, and <laughs> he set up all the balls perfect, and Midge's running out, hitting them all. Shitting on the penalty spot before reserve games. Like what? An actual aye. shite? Aye, aye. Wait, Trizzle's He's doing in full, a full shite? Aye, on the penalty spot before games. But he used to do, he used to do, boys would be in, we didn't have ice baths, so it was like the, you know, like the black bins. Uh, boys would be in that and he's jumping up onto the side. Yeah. Who picked up, Who picked the shite up? No, him. Just <laughs> <laughs> getting left. But no, he was a brilliant guy. I mean, Sounds like all the stories are all we do with shit here. But so that, that, that's, this will be the story that the tabloids pick up. <laughs> I'm sure he's Joby done... Gate. Joby Gate. I'm sure he's done a few things before when he spoke about it, so I'm not stitching him. He wouldn't even be Bro, bothered. He wouldn't be bothered. He'll be buzzing. He'll be buzzing. What about the Scotland camp? Who's the big joker in the Scotland team at the moment? I, I mean, nah, he's just he's just left, but uh, Snoddy, um, Robert Snodgrass and Charlie Mulgrew are, are brilliant. Absolutely, but comedy act together. So there, um, you know, it can be, 
can be a long if you're away for a couple of weeks. I mean, it can be long just training and then in the hotel in your room the whole time. So when you've got guys like that kicking about, aye, it helps. Just it he breaks a day up, but he's what's American human like? It's not the same. Nah, I mean, it's you still don't get, I get banter, you don't get a kind of carry on. Y- you do, aye, but it's just it's just different for here. Right. Uh, like Scottish banter's just different, isn't it? Right. It's, but no, it's it's good. Wet Willie's not that in America, is it? Or that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, mean? I think that's thrush. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, are Scotland going to qualify? Aye. Are you, and are you going to be back for the playoffs? If I'm selected, aye. Aye, so it's... I think I think we will. We've got to go into it with a, the attitude that we're going to do it. And I don't see why we can't. And it's been a... It's been a long, um, hard time for us since since we have qualified and it's probably the best chance we've had in recent times uh, with these games, so it's, I think we have to do it. And would you urge the fans to get along to Hamden Park for the Kazakhstan game and get behind the team on Tuesday night? Of course. I'm, it's difficult for them. Uh, you know, they've, they've went through it you know, with us. They've been there watching and you know they still turn up as well, but it's... You know, I would, I would urge them. Um, you know, get behind, get behind the boys and try and gain some, some momentum going into these playoff games. And are you going to turn up your kilt with a few cans of tenants lager in you? Probably not the kilt, but I might have a couple. <laughs> 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 no, I'll, I'll be at the game. You ever try blooming? <laughs> the beer? Aye. Aye. Is that the one that comes with the orange? Oh, aye. That's exactly aye. that. You like it? You like aye, it? Aye, I'm not a beer guy, but it's. Right. Drink cider. No, uh, no, the <laughs> boys over there have got me into drinking tequila. Tequila? Aye, we we bit of soda on it. Soda water? Aye, it's brilliant. Aye. Oh, no. I wouldn't oh. ask for it back here. I'll stick to, I'll stick to a pint <laughs> oh, back here. Retard water. <laughs> you don't get this in the Times podcast, <laughs> Johnny, it's been great having you in. Um, are you going to go and see Grado in the panto? I'll go. Aye. Of course you're going to come on. <laughs> no, I'll be there. I'll go. <laughs> I would love to have you there Johnny you've been a great guest it's been great to hear for the MLS because it's not something we've really spoke about on this show so get to hear right. a wee bit about the MLS it's been cool MLX MLS MLS what's MLX Mexico is that the Mexican league guy Pedro Cachina legend Johnny have a nice day thank you pleasure and now, it's time for our Beer 52 Match of the Week. Last week, out of the 100 entries that we got, nobody absolutely he hawed them all. Not one entry was correct in the St. Johnson and Hibs match, which ended 4-1 at the Hibs. Only an absolute fool would have predicted yeah. the Hibs would win, <laughs> let alone 4-1. Now, this week, our Beer 52 Match of the Week is between Cyprus and Barney Scotland, <laughs> which is on Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock, don't you know? Uh, there you have it. So to, to win, all you have to do is guess the correct score before midday on Saturday. Everyone who gets the right score will go into the draw to win the beer. Right, and you can enter by commenting on the link on the Football Daft Facebook page or tweet your score at, at Football Daft Pod with a hashtag, hashtag free beer. That was very polite. Cheers, mate. Winners must be over 18 and stay in the UK. Right, predictions then, big man. Um, right, I'm worried about this one. Aye. But that said, I am proudly Scottish, very supportive of the team. I'm going to say 1-0 to Super Scotland. I was going to say 1-0 as well. And uh, I think a, a shutout is <laughs> quite optimistic, mm. but uh, to hell with it, I'm going to say 1-0. So you think 1-0, David? Mm-hmm. Who's going to score? I'm thinking John McGinn. 
Uh, I'm thinking an own goal by the left back. Oh, what's his name? So, winners <laughs> must be 18 or over and stay in the UK. And you can get free beer from Beer52 as well. All you need today is go to beer52.com slash daft and we can sort out free beers if you just cover the 4 95 for the postage. Now, you normally get eight, but as you're a football daft listener and you deserve it, we'll give you two extra free beers. And so that is eight plus two. It's a total of ten free beers. Your first box will be sent to you next day and will contain beer for all over this month's chosen destination, which is Korea. There's a monthly subscription service for beer, and Beer52 don't hold you to ransom, so you can leave any time. So just go to beer52.com slash daft to get your first case of 10 beers for free. Free. And that's it. That is this edition of Football no, Daft Podcast. And I think it's been one of the best ones, the best presented uh, ones. All right. It's been all right. Before you were getting Doug boys on. You Who? and Cameron. Who? Ewan Cameron promised the fans he was going to come on. Oh, yeah. He's been absent, don't know why. Well, I was only saying that to get him, get you off my back. I know, I know you're missing him, <laughs> but I'm, I'm telling everyone I'm not the standing host, but I'm like the full-time Heat on show. Well, we need to clear it up. Give my bell. Have we got him here? Have we got him on the line? Producer John, have we got him on the line? <laughs> Are you there, caller? Yes, it's you and Cameron hey! here. The hey! So have you been? Are you? You've been fucking sacked or what? what, what? If I was sacked, you'd fucking know because you're grade all the daft. <laughs> so what is it then? Come in there. You know what? You know what it is. I've had shit to deal with. I was in the Middle East because I had to deal with um, a family issue ah, with, no. uh, with, mm. with stuff, and I had. I've got. Things to do. You've had a tough time, mate. Out. I know. I know you've eh? had you've had a tough time, and that's yeah. So it is. <laughs> so it's frustrating when there's folk on Twitter and they're asking <laughs> and they're asking, and obviously, we, you know, what I mean, you've 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 been busy. You've had a tough time in your your personal life, and it's no easy just to go out and tell folk on the internet what's right because first of all, it's nobody's business. You know what I mean? Aye. And you knew there was something not quite right about what three, four weeks. You said, "Oh, there's tell. something wrong. There's something going on in your life, isn't there?" When Aye. I was last in doing the podcast, oh, I could tell, I, man. I could Aye, tell. That's, that's what mates do. You're my mate, and I'm missing you. Tanner man, Tanner man's doing a good job. Oh, Suntan Superman's doing all right. Is is he there? Is he? <laughs> you might say. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I'm do you happy. like? Do you, do you like David Tanner? We used to have our issues back No way, shut up! He's never we spoken about this when he's on. Like, oh, don't spill the beans, what? Did I think I think he had an issue with me because I would try and... <laughs> Did um, face, mate? ...outshine him at media conferences <gasps> when I turned up for Real Radio and he was there with Sky. I mean, David used to come in thinking it was Billy Big Boss because I'm with Sky Sports and <laughs> football. And I hated that. David must get the first three questions at the media conference. I'd wait. He'd get two, and then I'd jump in for the third one. <laughs> hey, the fucking, host broadcaster. Hey, fuck this uh, KSI and Logan Paul shit. I'd like to see you and Cameron and David Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, see, before you phoned me up, I was watching YouTube, and I've got a, an oh. account on YouTube, and I love YouTube. The videos on YouTube. That's amazing, like, mate. The things I like to watch. So um, I was going through um, some of the videos I've been recommended for me, right? Aye. <laughs> And under the topic of football, I'll show you this because you're on FaceTime. I know that the listeners can't see this, but I'm going to show you my telly. And that is what was the first thing that came up as a football topic for me on YouTube. Can you see that, Grado? 
Rangers 1, Celtic 5, April 2017. See that day? I was then off the ball. And I actually was thinking about it now. It was probably better off sitting there. But I just remember sitting there, go, 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 go. What a bad day at the office. But the reason I also show you that, Grado, is one of the videos that's been highlighted as something I should watch. That was only two years ago. Look how far your team have come in that two-year period. It's amazing. It's amazing. Last week, I was... Uh... Oh, did you ken who I was with last week? Hi. I know you got an invite to yes. hospitality yes, the hospitality at the Porto yes. game. Aye. Superb, superb. Ewan, did you get an invite to the hospitality at the Porto game? Yes, I did. Did you, David? <laughs> I'm only bamming David up. I, I love David. I've known David for a number of years, and, and I've listened to the podcast while I've been off. No, you've no groveling shit. What a groveling torag. I thought David Robertson was brilliant last week. Oh, he was good. He was I good. Thought you were say, I thought David Tanner was brilliant last week. David <laughs> Robertson was all right. <laughs> <laughs> but in the, the, what, the three, four weeks that I've not been doing the show, uh, a couple of massive things have happened. Yes, uh, like uh, Rangers oh. beating Hearts. Yeah. And the cup semi, that was. I was over the moon with. And then you hear the news that he's getting paid. A full salary up until the end of the season. He's also going to have an input into the new manager, which I've got a huge problem with. He adds nothing. He brings nothing. He failed when he brought in Cathro. He failed when he got rid of um, Robbie Nielsen. He failed when he was a manager. He's not offering anything. He doesn't need to be there. We don't need him there. Is he, so, go, is he going to have an input in the new manager, do you think? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's already been said. He will have an input in who the new manager will be. And that's my worry. Because nobody will want to deal with Craig Levine. I mean, I personally want Roy Keane. I want Roy Keane in that Really? I, I said that, but I, I, I'd be brilliant. I'd be brilliant. I'd be brilliant. I can't but see it. Good. I can't see it, Ian. I, I think you're probably right, David. I think, I think the, 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 the likelihood of it happening is slim to none. But the idea of Roy Keane managing at Hearts when you've got Lennon and um, Gerrard in the the Premier League, and then you might have Jack crossover at Hibs as well. Or would be even um, better, would be Gordon Strachan, could you imagine that? Strachan, Keane, Gerrard and Lennon. Wow. I mean, that would, again, slim to none, but how good would that be? That's box office. Isn't it? That is box office. So, personally, the list of candidates for the job that, are, that the bookies are touting, Roy Keane is head and shoulders above anybody and everybody. Um, I know that Neil Warnock is now in his second favourite. I, I read that today. Um, after he walked out in Cardiff, oh, I but I can't see him that. coming up to Edinburgh. He's in the twilight of his career and his years, so I don't see that happening. So I, it's going to be an interesting one. Who's going to come? I mean, I wanted Jack Ross, but I think he's a shoo for the Hibs job, although I don't know why Hibs are taking so long to appoint Jack Ross, because he's no longer a, a manager. He's no longer at Sunderland. He's, 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 he's free, so I don't know what's taking... Taking their, why, why it's taking them so long to get him. It but. might be his contract at Sunderland hasn't been sorted out yet. You never know. Oh. What about oh, David? Is David. that news? David, you kept that one quiet. <laughs> no, it takes a while. It takes a while. David, so what are you telling me is that Jack Cross is a shoeing for the Hibs job but won't go there until he gets his payment from Sunderland? <laughs> no, when the managers get the sack, sometimes the legals can take a couple of weeks. Simple you as say that. sometimes, but you seem to be suggesting that that's the case here. No. Yes, you are. Would it, what, no, what, <laughs> you wouldn't jump. You wouldn't jump in and say that if you didn't know something. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm just giving you the, the benefit of my experience. That sometimes it takes a little bit longer. 
Now, well, listen, I'm going to. I think the hips fans who are listening to this right now can take it as ready. Go and put your mortgage on Jack Ross getting the hips job as How? soon as he sorts out his money from Sunderland, according to David Tanner, How? formerly of Sky Sports and now host of Football Daft, but not for much longer. Interim, interim. <laughs> How do I fade him out? Is it, is it that fader there? Is it that fader there? Now, listen, I've got to say, hearts were sensational on Saturday. Do you not think that uh, Aussie McCann should... Um, Austin McCann. Austin McPhee. Now listen, Ewan, Hearts were sensational on Saturday. Their biggest win since probably the 5-1 Cup final. Does that not make you think that maybe Austin McPhee could be the guy? <laughs> no, he's, he's been there. <laughs> no. He's been there during Cathro. He was there with Levine. Um, I didn't like what he said afterwards. It was he's, He was like stabbing Levine in the back. Um, I don't know who he thinks he is. <laughs> um, he, he's shouting his mouth off about being a, a regular Europa League team. We're in a relegation battle. Mm. Does my head in. Austin oh. McPhee does my head in. Uh, is it because he's here? Does that play a big part of it? <laughs> does, uh, no, th- does that bug no, you he's here? No, his hair's, got, his, his hair's got nothing to do with it. I just don't, I just don't rate the guy at all. Mm. There's something... There's something He's, I, I, it might it might be a, it might be unfair to have a pop at him the way that I am because I see him as just being part of the Levine team and they dragged us down. And listen, we've been celebrating a great night Thursday night for the old firm in Europe. Are you still insisting that Neil Lennon will not make it to Christmas? <laughs> oh, why are you asking me that question? <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Keevans reminded us of it last week. That's right, so he did. Well, I tell you what, the punters on Twitter recorded that night um, when I said that I think that Neil Lennon could and could. might. Could and might. There's a difference from saying he would. Could and might lose his job before Christmas, depending on how results go. And I was a firm believer that if they got off to a, a sticky start, and Rangers had a great start. And in the first Old Firm game of the season, if mm-hmm. Rangers wanted to go three or four or five points clear, then Lennon wouldn't see Christmas. I've got that wrong. But the second You've not been proven wrong yet. It's not Christmas yet. No, but he's saying this could and would. I sat here in June before the season had even started. He's gone, Rangers are going to win the title. Lennon's not going like, to win the title. Rangers the title. That's what I'm saying. There's two predictions. One was Lennon could... And might not be here at Christmas. My second prediction was that Rangers would still win, would win the league. So I still believe Rangers will win the league. I think Rangers are vastly improved from last year. I think it's nip, nip and tuck between the two of them. I think it's went for an exciting campaign. And what the two teams are doing in Europe are, is just outstanding. I mean, all of Scottish football should be proud of Celtic and Rangers and what they did the other night there against Porto and Lazio. Let's not forget Porto, the 16th rated team in Europe. Lazio, the 34th rated team in Europe. Um, Porto were in the Champions League quarterfinals last year. So two amazing results, absolutely superb. And to think that they might have a second spot in the Champions League in 2021, um, just amazing. Now, you and we've had some five-star reviews on the podcast app. You'd be pleased to hear. Uh, this one here, five stars from Roscoe, 1,494. Miles better since that Diet Ranger supporter isn't hosting the show anymore. Keep up the good work. I like that one. And I've also got a five-star review from Kawabunga00. Zero zero. Oh, good, good. Bring good. back you and Tanner as a ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> He's got... Oh my God, I want to be Jim White, written all over him. 
<laughs> Do you know Nobody what? Nobody can be uh, such a sycophant as Jim White. <laughs> no, you're very kind to say that. Um, David, you know Jim White better than everybody. He's one of the biggest sycophants in broadcast media. No, oh, I love Whitey. Uh, By the so, way, can, before I go any further, what, you, what have you done with your hair? I dyed it blonde. Oh, good question. You look like a fat M&M. <laughs> Get us, cunt. Half now. Come on, cut so, let, Let's just... Yeah. And I'm now, go, I'm now going to go and watch this video that's been um, recommended to me on YouTube. Rangers 1 Celtic 5 from April 2017. Oh, great. Oh. You're a sad, sad bee. So, Grado, before you goes, what are you thinking then? Do you want him back? Or are you quite happy to have him who's here where we can hang up on him? Do you want to hang up on him and fade him out? That type of thing. Um, <laughs> I just think he's an equally... But <laughs> <laughs> well, e- equally shy. Well, listen, Ewan, thank you for coming on. It's good to see it's you. All right. I, I'll see you soon. I'm so glad you've not been sacked. No, clear, clearly not. And I, I mean, the other one that I thought was really good, the other rumour was that me and Grado did a fall and we were no longer pals. <laughs> Can you imagine that? that the, amount of, the amount of people that messaged me going, some people were like direct messaging me going, what's the problem between you and Grado? <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. You should have kept that going. I should have kept it going. I eh? know. should have kept that going. Are, are you still uh, Facebook messaging his girlfriend? Right, David. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he can't, what, he can't what, cut what, me off. Hey, you, I'm in the I've studio. Been, what do you think I've been doing while you two have been recording? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Whose house is that you're in? <laughs> Let's get a wrestling right. belt. No, this has gone too far. Come on. Enough. Are you still, hey! Aye, aye. Right, let me do our hang. We can do it all as a threesome, right? I don't mean you and my girlfriend. I mean me, you, David, and Tana. Ta- me, you, and Tana. You know the bit at the end where we go... I tell you what, I'll start it. <laughs> hey, Grado. Hey, Ewan. I've been the stand-in host. <laughs> hey, Grado. You've You've been football at yourself! Remember that? I feel really left out. <laughs> this is 4Network.